contumery I had. <laughs> this contumery Ooh. I had. Oh, I, I'm Ooh. looking up recipes, bro. I'm looking up recipes. I need to find out how to make it. That contumery. <laughs> well, what is contumery for listeners who don't know? It's like the spinach and um, a spinach stew. Mm-hmm. And you can have um, fish in it. Oh, this one had mackerel, smoked mackerel. The mm. salt levels were perfect, man. And it banged. But the the way it did some nonsense, you know. <laughs> you, you'll laugh when I say this. Uh-oh. So the food was typically late, yeah? Because it was like, it was, um, it was aff. So my food was late. I don't know uh, why. There's only one service in our it plagues our community. Yeah, jeez. There's only been one, and that's Kate's that we always go to. Oh yeah, it comes quick. But like this one, I asked for my food right, and asked for the, I asked for rice with it, white rice. Right. Yeah. Why are they gonna come back and say we don't we don't have that? Have you need go anything uh, else? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on. No, <laughs> Stephanie even was on my cousin. Cause Steph, she was even like, how do you not have rice? She was making a this <laughs> <laughs> Because at that point, something else had gone wrong in the menu too. Um, oh she, but day. it turns out they just hadn't boiled it. I was like, okay, then just say you haven't boiled it. Don't say you don't have rice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nah, I'm sorry. What kind of place doesn't have rice? <laughs> I got rice at home. That's what we said. That's what I said too. Not have rice. Like, if you don't have rice, go down the road to Tesco and literally buy a bag or something. Man, something. Something. But the, I got my rice, don't worry. And the food was banging. I can't lie. Like I said, I'm looking at recipes, man. You know, I found out, like, other. So, this is the Ghanaian cuisine you're talking about. Yeah, I 1957. Found out other, yeah. Other um, African countries, especially West African countries, have their own versions. Of mm-hmm. this kind of contumery, like different names. I think Sierra Leoneans have something called cassava leaves. Well, yeah, everyone has their own version of this, but yeah, it's, it's nice. It's it nice, nice. Sure, it's really nice, man. Not having rice, though. Damn. Dude, <laughs> that shocked me. The Maybe whole... it was just, a, just a, the importance of using the right language. Bro, that's when. It. Yeah, yeah, I think it was a miscommunication or something. Yeah, that's but, it. But, bro, do you know how much I was looking at the rice? Like, I'm so happy that you're actually here. I didn't think I'd actually get you. <laughs> it looked present presentation wise, it looked amazing. I'm not gonna lie. Man, um, what else did you have? Um, um, I, oh, I can't remember what it's called. Um, it's that lamb one. Lamb, oh, lamb on a stick. Like kebab on the stick. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's an actual name for it. But I forgot it. Oh, the chichinga, is it? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah man, Ghanaian food corner saw. That's me, right? Yeah, man. Thank you, man. I got you. I got you. And I had cheesecake, which wasn't very like Ghanaian, but like Steph, uh, she got this. She got the. She got the traditional. She got the. She got that. Um, the Ghanaian donut with like ice cream. Oh, buffalo. Yeah, buffalo. That's it. I got you. I told you, man. I got you. Vocabulary <laughs> on this motherfucker. Hang on. Indeed. Nice. Out of ten. Out of tip, man, I'm still shocked about the rice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the rice was there in the end. It was just literally the language use, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I would go back again for the exact same dish because it banged. So I'll give it like, like an uh, eight. Okay, Let's see, I'm, I'm, I want to try that one day. To be honest, yeah, yeah, I like the name of it as well. 1957. Oh yeah, yeah. There's proper creative. You know, 1957, the year. Um, Ghana's independence, so mm-hmm. yeah, I like that a lot. Sweet, 
Glad you enjoyed. Yeah, man. What have you been up to lately? Oh, not much to be honest. It's the same old. Just getting through the week. It's a Sunday today, so you know, it's a chill day. But glad to be here, man. Glad to be here to do another film and TV talk. Yes, sir. Once again, we are back. Welcome to the Lockdown Yard, baby. Indeed. Indeed. Go on then, man. Kick us off. What, what have you actually watched this week? Or watch, what have you watched since the last film and TV stuff episode? I feel like I watched quite a lot, actually. Yeah. Um, I remember you told me you were going to do a double bill. I of Yeah. I was going to do a double bill films. of yeah. um, House of Gucci and uh, King Richard, but I couldn't do it. I just watched the House of Gucci one and went home. Oh, man. But have you seen King Richard since? I have. I have. I have. I've watched it. Yes. I, I'm, yeah. I'm glad... I'm glad I watched it in some way, but I knew that day I just could I didn't have it in me, bro. I was tired. It was cold outside. Yeah, but the, both films were really good. I really like yeah, both them films. double bills, man. I've attempted a few of them. I've done them, but every time the the, diff, the most difficult bit is after the first film. Then you realize, oh, I've got to do the second one, and it goes from you know being enjoyable to ah, uh, it actually becomes a bit of a shift to mm-hmm. get through. And then you run out of food and it's like, oh, damn. So those double bills are not easy, but sometimes they're needed. Sometimes true, they're needed. True, true, It just makes you feel like... It's, it's kind of like what I missed when I was in lockdown, just being able to do double bills. But yeah, reality, I, man, stay. And me. I have a problem. I've got a problem with uh, my local one because I tried doing a double bill, you know. When we talk about double bill, we mean cinema. Yeah. And when you walk into the second one, sometimes they feel like... Oh, I've been, you know, wrongly singled out for attempting to steal a movie, apparently. Oh, God. Yeah, because when you're walking into the second one, it looks like, you know, you're, not, <laughs> you're just finishing one film and going into the next one. Oh, they think you're like Granddad in Boondocks. Yeah, from Boondocks. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Uncle Ruckus is chasing me down, man. Oh. Mm. But, yeah, it's, it's good, man. Mm. Yeah. I have not seen House of Gucci. I've seen King Richard, which I loved, mm. and can absolutely see why Will Smith is getting you know a war talk buzz and whatnot. Yeah, it was. I've not seen House of Gucci though. Yeah, we can we can talk about King Richard. I can talk a bit about House of Gucci. Sweet, sweet. Nah, King King Richard. I so afterwards I went and you know did the typical thing after you watch biopics and you know research. You yeah, know, did your research. Fact, yeah. yeah, fact versus fiction. And not everything happened. A few things were dramatized, but mm. the things which did happen, I think Will Smith nailed it. In particular, the interview yeah. where he interrupted, where Venus was being interviewed by a TV channel, and she was just saying, speaking about her hopes and dreams, like a kid. And that does. report was like really digging into it. Like, yeah, you know, but really though, really or something. You're going You're against to... like champions here. Like, yeah. don't you feel nervous? I'm like, hey. She said that she's confident and she's got dreams. She's good. She doesn't need you putting negativity in her life. Let her talk. Something like that. Bro, I love that. I love that. That's parenting. I know it's like over, it might seem overbearing, but like, I understand why because he's got a vision for like Serena and Venus and the mother as well. I didn't know much about the mother, but the film really illustrated that really well. Yeah, the, oh, I need to find the name of the actress who played the mother. She was, um, I thought she was really good. It, I know it's uh, it's something that starts with an A A U J A 
Ijuan uh, Ellis or something like that. I might be wrong. I'm going to save you, and the name you're looking for is Anjanu Ellis. Ah, close. Yeah, close. But yeah. I literally just Googled it. But yeah, she was. I thought she was really good as Oracine, the, the mother. So, mm. yeah, man. I li- oh, man. I, I, I kind of hope she gets an Oscar nomination just for that one scene in the kitchen where she was yes. saying it was the, oh, it was the delivery. She a higher power. She said, like, I'm not here for you. That was a good scene. Yeah, yeah I, I like the way that... No, I love that bit, but in that same scene, it's the way that she kind of broke him down, saying, you think everyone think is going to see you? You're afraid everyone's going to see you for a dumb nigga. Yeah. I have never thought that about you. I was like, bro. Mm. <laughs> it's not... That's where you can see they're in this together. She sees this as like, this is the, this is the future that they're building for their kids, you know? It's beyond the two of them. Absolutely. And she had some two, she had two badass moments. So the first one was when, you know, her neighbor called the police on her. And then she said, you know how hard it is to raise little girls. Don't make me come back here. Yo. (laughs) And then the second one was when Richard drove off, leaving the kids behind in the shop. And then they have a big argument about it and they get home. It's like, don't ever drive off on my girls again. Mm. Like, jeez, mm. one, yes, yes, yes. I like how they did that thing with um Cinderella as well. I didn't see that story coming. Oh little, yeah, with the re- having moment. to watch the film and you know get the message out of it, and they were gonna make them rewatch it, and yeah, yeah, the story was that was a deep, that was a nice one, I think. Indeed, the girls who played Venus and Serena were really good. They were really good. Mm, was, mm. We've seen videos of young Serena and Williams for years. For those who follow the sport, I follow tennis a bit. And then we've seen videos of them training for years. So they really nailed it from the designs, the hairstyles, Venus, just white braids and all of that. Mm-hmm. Did the performances. Those are good, man. I not really knowing, enjoyed that film. Not knowing much about tennis. I didn't know if she was going to win or not. So when she lost, I was like, oh. Ah, yes, yes. I didn't yes. actually know. And then, but seeing... The, the ending and how she got popularity and she oh, yeah, yeah. support. I was like, bro, she she didn't lose. She she won. Yeah, she, she, was, she like, won. was 14 facing world number one. So she won listen, fully. Just just the start. Just mm-hmm. the start. Mm-hmm. But I, I enjoyed that film. House of Gucci, I haven't seen yet, but you told me it was fun. Yeah, it was interesting because I didn't know much about Gucci beyond what I see in like stores and in oh, yeah, TV shows yeah. and yeah, the, yeah, yeah, I don't know much about, it, but I didn't know it, there was a family. I didn't know there was a murder involved. I yeah. was just like, "Why is this? This is like mad." And Jared Leto, yo, when you watch that film, let me know what you think because Jared Leto's performance is something else. <laughs> something else, as in good. <laughs> yo, he Jared Lettoing for real, man. Uh, did you have another Joker? No, 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 no. Did you no, have no, another no. Joker? Uh, no, you know. It's hard to describe. He's basically, he's playing an Italian, right? Was over, over-exaggerated. Yeah. Okay, you know what? I'm going to go with that. That's a safe way. Yeah. Yeah. I did. <laughs> I have I have heard, you know, I've heard mixed reviews about this film, first of all, but I've heard that a lot of the Italian-isms yeah, uh, well, very over exaggerated. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's Jared Lowe. That's him. That's all about him. Um, yeah. Adam Driver, 
Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga, I'm starting to rate more and more as an actress, like so Lady, much more. Lady Gaga as an actress, like before the film she did with Bradley Cooper, which I oh, uh, star Star is born. A Star is born. Yes, yeah. she won the best Oscar for um, best original song, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know she was like an actor, actor like that. I just the first thing I saw her in was um, American Horror Story. Um, she was a uh, she was like the main antagonist in one of the in one of the right. uh, she she played um, uh, kind of like a vampire who was mm. like the head of like a hotel. But this was like this is a very gothic like kind of um, series, so yeah. it's not. It's not like Adam's family like stuff like this. It kind of it kind of fits in with Lady Gaga's old style of music, the the style which made her blow to one of the <laughs> most famous artists in the world. And you, know you know what meme always made me laugh about Lady Gaga is the Kanye one. <laughs> the Kanye one where he's like, but look at Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, when she's uh she got hired as creative designer of um Polaroids. Yeah, Polaroids. <laughs> <laughs> the way he says Gaga <laughs> oh man <laughs> and the thing is I thought her role for A Star Is Born was quite literally using the musical connection so you know it made sense mm. being a singer and whatnot. so but, I guess yeah. this was the first time we saw her away from you know a role where she's a singer this is the pure it's actually a comfort zone yeah and I think she killed it in this one, to be honest. I mean, okay. Okay. I, I didn't see her as an as a musician trying to act. I know that's kind of, it might seem like a bit harsh, but like, because I know her as a musician, I'm going to be wearing her, I'm trying to wear her in a different way. But in this one, definitely, she, she, she acted. She acted really, really well in this one. Adam Driver did too. Jeremy Irons was in it too. He did great. Al, Paci- Al Pacino. I mean, I mean he's I, been consistent. He's been very consistent, I'm not going to lie. Um, and there was one other person. Um, uh, no, I think most of the cast was pretty much like stellar, I think. And the plot was pretty well done. I followed everything, even though I don't know much about business. So, yeah. Sweet, Good. sweet. Okay. Um, I'll definitely check it out. Um, you said you, if it gets the child seal of approval, then I'm in. Mm-hmm. I'm in. I, I was actually interested in a brand. I've never had a film like that apart from like the founder. Oh, the founder as in uh, McDonald's. With, yeah. With, uh, oh, who was Michael it? Keaton. Was it? Michael Keaton. Yep. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah I think I, I, I quite enjoyed biopics. I've quite, I've come to realize they're just interesting. I always find myself researching the fact versus fiction after it's like, what really happened? What was dramatized? Yeah, exactly. Was, I uh, think, I like watching biopics nowadays too, because these people yeah. actually existed, you know, and this actually yeah. it didn't might have happened just like this, but pretty much like you know, this is something that people have gone through in life. It's mad, exactly. And there's always there's always a couple of moments during biopics where I'll be like, man, did this really happen or was this dramatized? Like one that really comes to mind was Hackshaw Ridge, mm. with the medic who saved thousands of lives through um, non-violence. And he evaded the battlefield and from attacks from the Japanese. I was just like, goodness me, this mm-hmm. really happened. And it did. I was like, damn, man. Biopics are so interesting to me. Yeah. But yeah. And then you got the bigger ones too, like Titanic as well. Titanic, Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private I mean, Ryan. A lot of fictional elements in that, but. 2012. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, that didn't happen. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. So far. <laughs> 
let's talk about it, man. The Spider-Man across the... Sp- what's it? What's the, it's been changed, hasn't it? The official uh, title. Through the, through the Spider-Verse, I think. Indeed. So Part one. Part, Bro, yes. I have never been so hyped to hear a part one. I, you know, it's weird to say, but I never have. Because I, it, to me, I don't know about you, but I got that sense that... um. They're trying to build something. They, they haven't just rushed a sequel. There's like plans. It's like it's been spaced out, and it's going to be just as good as the first one was. Exactly. There's no. There's no better feeling when you know than when you know a studio has taken their time yes. with a project and everything is going according to plan. No reshoots. You don't hear anything about reshoots or anything like that. It's, mm-hmm. just, it's really good, man. That's and why I'm so happy with what we got. This was a teaser, and it, yep. it's perfect. It just gives us exactly what we need to know, that they're going to follow the same kind of vibe. It's the same kind of artwork, but a bit different. But the essence is still there. Oh, and you you get to see um, freaking... Nah, you break it down, bro. Listen, I just... The first one, yeah. So the first film was a massive surprise because I remember seeing trailers for that in the cinema. Like, oh, one of these animated Spider-Man films. Okay, cool. It's cute. Then you see it, it's like, wait, this might just be one of the best spider-man films in existence period it actually is you know it might just be so to see that it's coming back with a sequel uh, a couple of them apparently Mm -hmm. it's amazing and the artwork style which i was a massive fan of they're retaining that yeah um yeah man man i'm I'm like miles got a lineup he got a line. <laughs> they're fixing everyone's shape ups these days. Jamie Fox, <laughs> yo, <laughs> Electro's lineup <laughs> finally there, man. The comb over has gone. It's gone. Finished. Hey, I'm happy to see it, man. The animation has come so far, people. I'm telling you, man, we're getting. It's. You know what? I don't know why I always laugh when uh, black characters get lineups, but remember. Um, Star Wars: The Force Awakens. John Boyega, he didn't have a lineup. In the yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then by the final film in the franchise, Rise of Skywalker, <laughs> he had that lineup, and it even it looked good as well, man. I was like, damn. So why do we have to go through that first phase of I, not having a lineup? I, I don't know. I have Is no that idea. Some rite of passage, you're saying? It's either <laughs> no lineup or you go bold. <laughs> Literally, like they just they just don't hire the right um, costume designers, hair and makeup. Man, nah. Designers on set, man. I don't know. Ever since Blade, we've not gotten a decent lineup at all. <laughs> <laughs> they finally brought some decent designers on set. My days. There have been some horrible ones, man. Even in shows like The Walking Dead. Mm. Ezekiel's wig. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> oh, but we're, getting, anyway. we're getting there, man. Things are getting better. I like anyway, back to um, Across the Spider-Verse. Um, Apart from lineup, we're talking about lineups. <laughs> um, yeah, it's gonna be good, I'm sure. I like the little animation 100. we got from like um, the last scene of the last film to the start of this one. It yes, the transition. It was Love such it, a good transition. I like to see. He said he's ground. He's grounded. He's grounded, but it's Spider Man grounded. <laughs> and ah. then you tease the multi- Spider Verse, bro. Bang! I love. I'm excited about this whole multiverse phase the Spider-Man franchise is going through from you know, the actual MCU version to this version. It's just it's, it's exciting, man. It's just expanding entirely, and I'm looking forward to it. Mm. Speaking of which, you know, 
Morbius. We saw a poster come out for Morbius. We saw I rate the first the clip. You, you hate it? No, I rate it. I rate it. Oh, you rate it? Oh, cool. Yeah, same. I like I like that side by side face thing they got going. Yeah, I like I like when they do that. It's good. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, another expansion. I haven't seen that clip they released because I'm purposely avoiding it. I hate when they release actual clips from the film. I don't mind trailers because more and more these days we've seen we've seen trailers. They're just not real in terms of how the film's put together. Mm-hmm. All kind of places. There's even footage in there that's not in the film. So I really yeah. don't mind trailers, but when it's an actual clip released, I'm like. Have you ever found that you see a you see a clip from a film? Yeah, that, a quiet place too suffered from this for me a little. You see a whole like five minute clip or something from the film, and then you're kind of in the cinema watching the film when it's properly released, and you're the, the excitement's not quite there. You feel that sometimes it's like, oh, I've seen this bit. All right, come on, let's get this bit out of the way to get to the actual stuff I haven't seen. I I suffer from that a bit. So mm. I've, I've avoided these pre-release clips. Okay. No, I don't, I don't really get that. I don't really watch the clips because I used to do that when I was a kid. Uh, that's why you don't get it. You don't watch the clips before going in then. No, so no, no. I don't watch the clips. I just watch the trailers. Yeah. And that's it. Um, but yeah, we got a new one for... Um, oh, man, there's so many multiverse ones. What's the name of this one again? No, Far From Home? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no Way Home. Yeah, No Way Home. Oh, Jeez. I've been... So I've been avoiding all these 30-second TV spots they've been doing. It's too much, man. I'm, but did you, I'm but sticking did you... to the trailer where we saw the okay. invisible Spider-Man pin- punching So you lizards. haven't... So you haven't... Oh, oh, I want to talk to you about it. I mean, uh, you can talk to me about it. I'm not going to watch it, but you can okay. talk to me about it. Yeah. And the foe has been unmasked, bro. Um, oh, I saw a picture of that, actually. Yeah. yeah. I feel like we were just talking about that. We were saying, like, he doesn't even need the helmet. He can just mm. do the face, and you see him doing the face, and... It looks dope. It looks dope. He looks like the Green Goblin, man. Honestly, like, I love that, you know, 2000 version of Spider-Man. Where, the Power Ranger one. Yeah, where Spider-Man got the living daylights beating out of him. I can't believe that. <laughs> Every yo, time yo, I see a clip. Your, your impersonation of the, of the squeal. Ah! <laughs> it gets me in tears every single time. Ah, he just... He got absolutely destroyed, man. <laughs> like man. looking back, they must surely they must look back and say, "Oh, we might have, we might have done a bit too much. We might have done too much." There. It was PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah. It was PG thirteen. I don't know why I hate when the heroes get absolutely destroyed, man. Even though it makes for a good film, like in Logan when. You know the scene where he was taken in by the family and then oh look, he's his evil brutalized. Twin. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like that's there's one bit where he gets stabbed underarm in his armpit. I was like, oh yeah. man, that yeah. that is hard to watch. No matter Yo. how many times I rewatch that, that is hard to watch. I'm like, Yo. oh my days, he's getting torn to shreds. Oh look, but doesn't always have to be like gory. It can also be humorous. I.e. Deadpool. Yeah, that's true. Like he's literally been ripped in two. <laughs> he's been ripped in t- in two before, yeah. and and that's easier to watch than what I saw in Logan. Yeah, <laughs> man. Do you remember that Family Guy bit, which, which parodied the Kingsman um, massacre in the church? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. By the way, that scene remains one of the greatest in film from King's the first Kingsman film. Mm-hmm. Where Colin's first character 
just you know he's being mind controlled and he just goes crazy and becomes a flipping death match. <laughs> just kill on sight. He goes mad. Camera work on this mad. Honestly. Well, I even forgot what my initial point was. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah. I, I loved the, the first Spider-Man film, but one of the things was Green Goblin's helmet. It's, mm. it's literally just static face. There's no no room for expression or yeah. whatsoever. The most you had was the the eye the eye covers peeling back a bit, so you saw uh, Norman Osborn's Norman Osborn's eyes. But that was always uh, a problem with the initial ones, though, because you can tell the actors are trying to do facials, but it's just like yeah. blank face, blank face. Because like if you mute it, it 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 just looks weird. Yeah. And the thing is, Willem Dafoe's lines were so good, the deliveries, but mm-hmm. you weren't able to see any of his facial expressions, which I guess remains a shame, but honestly, he was so good, I guess it doesn't matter, but some of his lines were just... I mean, we love we love the scene when he was fired from the board. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He goes through... You sent me that clip, he goes through all five emotions of... Of grief or something. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do this to me. Denial. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm happy they peel back the mask so we can see Willem Dafoe's acting because mm. he's one of the goats in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. He hasn't been adequately commemorated in this space, bro. Lighthouse, the lighthouse. He, he was acting his heart out. Jeez, I still need to see that. By the way, oh. I remember you you told me about it, and I was like, yeah, I need to see this because him bro. and Pattinson went. It sounds like they were, they were actually crazy in that film. Oh, dude, this I can't even overstate how intensely they were acting, man. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> yeah, just watch it. Nah, I definitely will do, man. I definitely will do. Um, have you been watching the Hawkeye, by the way? You see, okay, I'm doing something different this year. Or this oh, time, you're doing, you're doing the wait till the end. I'm you? gonna, oh, yeah, I'm gonna try and binge it. I watched the first two and I've stopped. So I'm gonna binge it all around Christmas time or something when it finishes, whenever it finishes, really. Well, okay, you watched the first two. What yeah. are your thoughts about the the first two? I guess she's very MCU ish. Yeah, um, she's nice. I think she'd be a nice addition to the team. So she um, you mean uh, Haley Stan Haley Steinfields? Yeah, I mean her. Um, yeah, I like her archery. I like the scene where she um, saw Hawkeye in the Avengers, like a little crossover oh, the, scene. That's like pretty much the opening sequence, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, I thought that was a nice tie-in. Have Very... you seen that side-by-side video? Um, no. They did, so they did I, a side-by-side no. video with that scene against the actual Avengers 2012 footage, and it, li- it lines up perfectly. Oh, man, it, it would do that. Yeah, send that through. That sounds like it would. Yeah, it was really good, and okay, cool. Uh, she's got a lot of resources, which, you know, is good to have, but sometimes it feels unrealistic, but then I remember it's like a comic book series. But yeah. I mean, we're past the... I mean, I could we could complain about <laughs> things being unrealistic for hours, days, weeks on this pod. But no, no I'm past not, that, man. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it works. It's nice. I like the Christmas kind of vibe of it as well. I like, yeah, I like sure Lucky is, the Dog as well. Mm, yes, yes, yes. The action is pretty good. I like the fact that she bumped into Clint, and Clint was just not having any of it. He was just like, "I just need to get this done. I need to get my suit back." 
and I'm just dealing with you because you're part of the means to an end. But eventually, I don't know where it's happening now, but obviously she's going to get trained by him, and I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I've seen, well, it's only been three episodes released up until this point when we're recording, but yeah, um, I found it hit and miss. The tone is what really gets me because... I don't. I know it's a staple of the MCU, you know, striking the balance between serious and jokey. But I don't know, man. There's some scenes in this where the, the villains. I just can't take them serious. Oh my gosh, the I villains! I just don't feel like. Yeah, I just don't feel like those um, those guys. What are they? What are they called? The tracksuits. <laughs> Even the uh, name. <laughs> it it comes from the original comics, so I I I, yeah. I leave it alone for that. But nah. I just nah. don't feel like Hawkeye and Haley are in any danger when Mm-mm. they're captured by them or anything. Not just, really. And they're making all these very MC. They go full MCU with them. The jokes and they do. Uh, I'm getting fatigued. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I actually am. And I won't lie. I was one of the people who were like, "Why are they giving Hawkeye a show?" I said it. I've been saying it from the start. Mm. It's decent. It's decent, but. I still can't see the point. It's like it's the same stance as the Black Widow movie. Like, why are they giving Black Widow a movie? One is too late, and two after watching the movie, I'm still like, why? Why was that made? <laughs> oh gosh, it's, it's decent for what it was, you know. But um, same same stance with Hawkeye. I just can't see mm. why the show exists. But anyway, well, each show has kind of led towards the grander story I guess I guess I think there are theories that it kind of leads into like this um, you know about the Thunderbolts theory uh, Thunderbolt Ross um, so Thunderbolt Ross he's assembling basically Dark Avengers so you've got Dark Captain America um, what's his name um, Patriot dude from... I'm, um, Dark Captain America Who's yeah that? so uh, the one in Winter oh, Soldier oh the Winter yeah, what's oh, that? him. Yeah, so him, he's been recruited by that woman, right? So stay with me, right? So he's oh, been sweet. taken. Abomination is, I think he was with Ross. I, I don't remember. Last time he was still in Ross's captivity. And, and then well. he was in Shang-Chi. And he was in Shang-Chi. But yeah, that's technically kind of the play. You've got Dark Black Widow, kind of. You've got Yelena. And so maybe they might be building something in this series. Because Yelena's meant to be in Hawkeye, isn't she? Yeah, and it's actually been confirmed she is going to be in it. We've seen some pictures um, of an upcoming episode, so she's 100% in it. I feel like it's just going to be a thing where they resolve their differences because she's been led to believe that um, Hawkeye killed Black Widow. Yeah, yeah. And they're probably going to have a tussle and going to be like, I I was not the one who killed your sister. It was Thanos. I don't something care. Like that. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> oh yeah, I was gonna. There's a. I don't know. I got the feeling Jeremy Renner looks kind of tired in this. Mm, in mm, mm. You get that vibe as well. Yeah, but I, I kind of saw it. But like in some scenes, it kind of fit. Like in that. Yeah. Oh scene, yeah, for sure. In the lapping scene, he like, and I fought Thanos. <laughs> he yeah. just gets whooped by that guy who has his suit. Legit. I mean, I, I feel like I'd be fed up too. But mm. yeah, I, I kind of get what you mean. Like he has dead. that. He, I think he has that kind of look in it. That here we go again kind of look. It's like he's done how many films in the MCU now? It's. Like, it's I think it, maybe it's he's acting that way because his character is the most grounded out of them all now. I think because mm. he's lost Nat and 
everyone else has gone and done their own things. So he's trying to reconnect with his family, but he's got like to hide the past of Ronin as well. So yeah. that's a, that could be a whole that could be a whole bunch of reasons. It could be just really good acting, man. <laughs> true, true. But one thing this show hasn't shown me so far. It's not really a spoiler to be honest, but I would I would love to have seen more of Ronin, his time as Ronin, because mm. I loved that at the start of well near the start of Endgame, where we saw him in the suit and you know the fighting skills, that 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 sword fight with the final boss, mm-hmm. and speaking Japanese as well. I was like, geez, this is proper anime. I'd have loved I would love to see a bit more of that that kind of That's phase of him yeah. being yeah, but. So far, nothing, but again, hopefully you get to see that, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> that, I love it when the MCU goes serious like that. Because that, there was nothing funny about any of that scene. He was like proper killing people and yep. you know, the final fight with the, the guy he killed. So, and he outright just killed him, executed him there and there. So I was like, damn, <laughs> MCU, yeah, fair enough. There you go. Oh, yeah, I was in... I was in the Twitter spaces. So, you know, the thing where you can join a room and listen or speak mm-hmm. to other people. And this was the purely, the room was entitled, let's talk about, well, it wasn't entitled, it was talk, It was entitled Talking Movies. And they were pretty much talking about award season and upcoming films. And man, it made me realize there's so much I haven't seen. There's oh, so much. There's so much. Of course, it's all. It's so they were much. mentioning films that I was, I was literally googling as they were speaking, and these are highly rated films as well. Like, you Google them, and ninety nine percent Rotten Tomatoes, ninety five percent. It's like I have never heard this. Hmm. The only ones I've really heard of are the ones which have been released, you know, widely so far, like King Richard. Yeah, one called Tick Tick Boom, which is on Netflix, which has been getting crazy hype. Yeah, that's the one with um. Andrew Garfield. Andrew he's, Garfield. He's yeah. the playwright for that play. What's it called? Uh, a famous what? one. I do not know off the top of my head. Let me see. Tick, tick, boom. Oh, it's based on a musical by Jonathan Larson. Okay. Okay. Anyway, when that's yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it because you know we do we do our homework on these things Mm-mm. when it comes up to award season, but. Yeah, they were just mentioning all these films I just hadn't heard of, man. There's one called Licorice. Oh, called? Uh, Licorice Pizza. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard of that one too. And that one, I searched, it's like 91% critics rating, 96% audience score. I'm like, damn, man. These guys get to live their dream. Just what their job is literally just to watch films and talk about it. It's like, damn. Mm. I was just thinking, would love to be in that space. One mm-hmm. day for sure, man. Yeah, that'd be great. But yeah, they're just, they were just mentioning so many of these films. It's like, wow, I've got we've got homework to do, man. So when I see an article talking about films which are, you know, being pushed for award season, I'll definitely send it to you. Cause yeah, man, send that through, bro. For sure, we know we, we do our yearly Oscar stay up. We're gonna stay up and watch. The Oscars, because it's on American time, and that's like 2 a.m. or something like that. Something crazy, so. Yeah. But should be good, man. Should be good. Right. I've got a, I've got a, something, something to try. A few scenario questions. 
if you would entertain me, sir. Who, me? Indeed. Bring it on. Let's go. What a scenario. So I've seen some interesting questions flying around on Twitter. And I thought, okay. you know what? This, this would be kind of good, kind of cool to attempt on the pod. So let's let's start with you, man. Mm-hmm. I want you to give two, two answers. Okay. okay. So what is or what are two of the most confusing movies you've ever seen? Ooh. Confusing, confusing. Confusing as in you finish watching that and you're just like, what the fuck? Tenet. <laughs> Tenet is the first one that comes to you mind. You know what? I nearly, I nearly added a caveat to this saying, excluding no. Christopher Nolan films. But uh, no, Tenet, <laughs> nah, no, Tenet. 100% I, I Tenet. That one. Yeah. Well, the, the going back and forth and it feeling like the grander plot was a loop of itself kind of in certain storylines made me so confused I and mean, they didn't get the principle of the guns like it's already been shot so the bullet goes back in but then it, it shot what ah uh, 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 make it make sense yeah. bro make it make sense <laughs> you know you know how i know 10 and I, I agree with you on that one by the way it might be in my top two as well mm. but you know a film is confusing when they literally try to explain the concept of you know what they call it uh, the reversing thing uh, t- uh, time dilation? I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, they, they literally had the scientist who was way too softly spoken, by the way. Like, we're, we're going to talk that about Tenet uh, one day. And... That was Fleur from... Yeah, Fleur from Goblin. Harry Potter. Yeah. yeah. She literally tried to explain it to us, the audience, and we still... <laughs> still Introverted. That was it. Introverted. Yes. Inver- in- inverted. In- Inverted. inverted yes time inversion that was it that was it yeah Brooks, yeah. yeah just no and the fact that my man didn't have a name as well made it even more jarring oh the, the protagonist how are you being called the the she, she tried to explain it to us and we still didn't get it uh-huh. and the mark of a film which is actually truly confusing is when you finish watching it you watch review videos and whatnot trying to explain the plot and you still kind of still don't mm-hmm. get it <laughs> Hundred uh, percent, and also when the actors themselves don't understand it. Like I've seen interviews with Denzel Washington's son, John David Washington, where he's like midway through filming, he just didn't understand the film. <laughs> I'm like, right. sometimes I'm like, how do you, how did you not understand it, but act so well in it? That's, I guess, that's truly talent. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Um, Tenet is just, yeah. It's just it's one of them ones I have to really like focus and like dial into. Um, second one, Donnie Darko. What well, first time I watched it kind of confused me. Have you seen yeah. that? Donnie, I've seen it a long time ago, but I remember you know what them films where you just don't get it and you just kind of <laughs> erase it from your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that was one I just didn't get until I read the until I understood the ending. And was like, oh, okay, so that was a whole parallel universe where he didn't get hit. That makes more sense. But you, yeah, I didn't expect that for that that period in time. So maybe it was just like I underestimated the film. I don't. I think it's a pretty okay. smart film. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. But what about to you? be honest, I will have to. First of all, both are the work of Mister Christopher Nolan. Whenever I'm going into a Nolan film. I just, I'm like, I'm just ready to not get it first time. <laughs> I know it's such a bad mindset to have, but 
whenever I'm going in, I know that what I'm going to see is a very ambitious film. You know, it's it's a, a grand scale, top mm-hmm. class actors. Mm-hmm. I just know I'm not going to get it fully first time. That guy has been torturing me for years <laughs> since inception. Inception in 2010. That's the one. That is. I just haven't haven't understood this guy. The only one I've understood first time was Dunkirk, but that one wasn't too too hard <laughs> I mean, to understand. Yeah, that's so, not really that difficult. Yeah, this guy's films are difficult. So, bro, funny enough, Inception is not in my top two. The uh, top two are one you've mentioned already, Tenet. So we discussed already. Mm. And Interstellar. I still don't understand. Oh yeah, Inter- I don't understand that film still. Do you know why I don't understand it? Because I can't hear it. <laughs> I haven't actually watched it with subtitles. Once I do, then maybe I'll come back with a degree in Christopher Nolanology or whatever, man. Because I, I need to watch this with subtitles as well. I don't understand it. I've tried, man. Mm. I've tried. I've watched a film. I've watched the YouTube videos trying to break it down, and it still kind of doesn't quite make sense. Like the the ending, mm. especially. I'm just like, what, bro? All I got. My basic understanding, and this could be 100% wrong, is that he traveled so far into a black hole that he traversed through time to get a message to his door to get him out of space. Is that what happened? Because if I'm wrong... You're asking me? (laughs) Yo, that's all I got. I don't know if that's right or not, but the way they did it, it did not make it easy to understand. For me, I don't have a degree like that. I'm sorry. Man, I I, I didn't get it, man. And again... Christopher Nolan's been torturing us. You know, I, re- I respect it because it shows that he respects the audience, that he wants to give us something to think about. A lot of films, a lot of studios these days just giving us explosion here, comedy mm-hmm. here. But Nolan's like, nah, nah, we going to think today. Mm-hmm. Y'all going to use your brains. So you know what? It hurts, but thank you. Thank you. So, yeah, yeah. man. I'm glad there are, there, are, there are visionaries out there who can do that, you know. Indeed. I mean, there's so many other confusing films films out there. Like, spe- I guess, notable mention or special mention to th- films like Arrival, which I didn't get it the first time, by Denis Villeneuve. But... Oh, yeah, I remember that one. Um, I think I did get it the first time. It, I did get confused in it, but mm. by the end of it, the first time I watched it, I was like, okay, I understand it. It was, yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, mention. special mention to that, but mm, that's a good mention. That's a good mention. Have you got any special mentions, or are you just sticking with Tenet and Donnie Darko? Um, I'm gonna stick with them for now. Yeah, I'll stick with them for now. Cool, cool. All right, my second question. Mm-hmm. Now, this one this you might actually attempt. I'm gonna attempt this one day actually. But if you had to record a podcast today on any TV show or movie. With no re- no rewatches, no research, no looking anything up, no prep, mm-hmm. and you could talk about this fluently, calmly, whatever. Name me one TV show and one movie. Hmm. I. <laughs> it could be any genre, whether it's like a sitcom or whatever. Ooh, we're talking sitcoms. Ooh, Scrubs. Scrubs, I'll do Scrubs. Yep, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> yeah, I love Scrubs. I love Scrubs. I could talk about that any day. I could do the impersonations you talk about any day, weekly, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Defo Scrubs. Um, for TV. Who the for... hell put bouillon cubes in the shower here? Huh? Did you do it? 
if it happens again, I will wait in my SUV, pull him some heavy metal, five point surround sound, sound heavy on the bass, <laughs> and someone will be getting mowed down. That's <laughs> it, man. <laughs> One of the classic scenes from a character called Hooch. Yeah. which you just always recite. It's hilarious. It's so fun, man. The one... I just want to go through one more with you because I love this one. Do the it, first man. one, do it, do it, where he it. goes like... Um, he's, his name is... <laughs> his, na- his name is actually Hooch, but the two of the main characters, Turk and JD, they've subs- they keep calling... They keep talking about beer, but they call beer Hooch. That's like their nickname for beer. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, Hooch is the name of this kind of crazy new doctor they've got in, in the hospital. hospital yeah and he just hates when um it's annoying because there's no real context for you could have just said beer he just they just say hooch when he's around or they think he's around yeah. and he just draws him there and he just annoys him each time he does it and yeah. he just gets <laughs> i just get more and more vexed. yeah how, like the first time he was so happy and smiling he's like ah don't worry about it happens all the time don't worry man won't happen again won't happen again and he does it. He taps the table like, "Okay, what happened again?" It just seems you could have used the word, the word "beer." It's much more common. Yeah, man. He just gets crazy and crazy in each season. But that whole show, I just love it, man. Some of it, I feel like, is kind of dated now. Even the crazy kind of, even the creator kind of said that some of them were kind of. Oh dated. yeah, there are some scenes, man. I think you mentioned one particular one that. Um, the guy, oh, how can I forget? Jack, Zach Breath. Zach he Breath talks in... about on, he has a podcast going. Yeah. There's one scene with blackface, man. Yeah. That scene was like, ah. He, I never he, liked he that, that Yeah, even I never like, I never like seeing blackface. Oh, yeah, man. I yeah. never like seeing it, even if it's something, in something I like. Some of the, yeah, it's, a lot of these shows, very dated scenes, but it is what it is, man. It is what mm. it is that I enjoyed it. But you know what's weird, though? I still like white chicks, so what does that make me? (laughs) White chicks, yeah, is one of the most problematic films ever. I know. Because at one half, you can see, like, this is entertaining, but... Yeah, it's also just... It sparks so many debates. (laughs) uh... I know. (laughs) I know. I was trying to be fair. I can't be just like, And I need you. And I miss you. And now I wonder. Oh, hold my poodle. Hold my poodle, dog. And that Terry Crews is walking that man. No, no. The at the end that kills me. It's like. He just takes off his ma- his um disguise and like, and uh, Latrell's like been into him the whole time. Yeah, and he's just like, "You're not, uh, yeah, I'm not a woman." What? <laughs> <laughs> man, the deception, the betrayal, man, you deceived me. I'm sorry, I was undercover. Negro, please, someone get this jigaboo away from me. <laughs> that bit kills me. Each oh time. man, and the thing is. You see, some of these films wouldn't even be made today. So that's from a bygone era, but you know what? They'll always be there. If you need to have one of those laughs about science, <laughs> then just go through, man. But yeah, uh, it's it's there. It's part of history, man. Mm-hmm. I know this white chick sparks up so many debates, but I know. 
you know I love the ways, brothers, man. <laughs> yeah, man, we've already said that. We're, it's a guilty, it's a guilty pleasure. pleasure. They always push the edge, push the envelope mm-hmm. with their mm-hmm. style of comedy. So, yeah, man. Um, but back to your original question. We keep going on these tangents, but it's calm. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. So um, you've got Scrubs as your TV show, which you could talk about. No prep, just yeah. today. And what's your movie? My movie, just because it's the first one that came to mind, it's not necessarily my favorite one, but I know I can talk about this as Lord of the Rings because which one? All of them, bro. All of them. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I don't count the Hobbit. Yeah, the Hobbit. Oh, we'll probably talk about that one day. But the Hobbit. Yeah, I I agree. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad, but yeah. Yeah, it just wasn't for me. I know. I just know more about it because it's like the biggest. Tra- it's the. It's my first real big franchise that I dedicate a lot of my life to. I think. Yeah. Like when you and me were growing up, we were Absolutely. just watching them like in the cinema, just calling each other and stuff. And we actually look forward to like each and every film, even though we were in like different um, countries. I think I was in. I think I was in Thailand when the third one Good came out. Grief. Yeah, man. I was in Thailand <laughs> when the third one came out. Oh man. We international, man. We international. So, yeah, I say that one. So, you got Scrubs and the Lord of the Rings franchise. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I would pick something else if I had more prep time, but that's what I came up with in the moment. Well, that's the point. There's no prep time. just off the top of your head. So, cool, man. Um, Mm. First of all, I agree with your choices. But um, personally, for my TV show, absolutely Friends. Like, I don't know how many times I've rewatched Friends... When it's when it was on E4, episodes every day at five PM or whatever, and they went to Comedy Central where they just looped the episodes. I mean, okay, yeah, Friends. Friends is an iconic series, but it has one of my biggest pet peeves about sitcoms that I just uh-oh. can't overlook. It's the laugh track. It's the laugh track. Oh yeah, the laugh track. You know what? I would say eight out of ten times the laugh tracks actually suited the scenes mm. but there was some t- I, I agree with you there were some times when like wait what are we laughing at it's not yeah. that funny if you take and out the, the, the laugh, laugh track, would be a bit too hard <laughs> I know it's like okay cool but that's but I'm not I'm not gonna say that that's my only nitpick oh, yeah. obviously <laughs> obviously you've seen, you've seen some edits without laugh tracks haven't you and bro just... I've seen someone I saw one <laughs> I saw them without and I saw one with Ross you know when it's the sandwich part someone puts some like sinister oh, yeah. real <laughs> intense music you lost my sandwich. It's <laughs> my lost... sandwich. And the music just gets like psycho intensive and just like and it's tinted green as well. Ah <laughs> oh, man, but yeah. Jeez. I do like friends. I rate friends. Um some of it's like obviously outdated, I keep saying that, but yeah, it's still a good show. Like Ch- Chandler Chandler's my favorite character, I can't even lie. Oh, so alright, so Chandler's your favorite friend. Yeah, he's my because he's his his responses his responses yeah, are man. so good. Yes, he does. He's funny as hell. <laughs> They're all flawed characters. Don't Dying get me wrong. Lick my neck. Lick my neck. What's the one about the crazy <laughs> snake man? The snake man. <laughs> when he was, I think he just got out of a bad dating experience, and he was complaining about how he might be single for life. Yeah, he just he just adopt bear snakes. <laughs> they'll call me crazy snake man. They'll run. They'll say run. Run with crazy snake man. Run. Run with crazy snake man. They'll say. <laughs> nah, I found out there was a there was a, a a messed up scene, but it kind of got put into the final one. I remember you like finding out about these things. It was one of the openings to one of the episodes, and um, Chandler messed up his line. 
and then oh, they just okay. kept it in the sh- in the show. He's like, he wants his uh, blind back or something like that. And then Monica, Monica was like, what? He wants his, and he corrected the line. He was like, I want his man back or something like that. I don't know what you said. He mm. said, you said blah, blah. You messed up. <laughs> <laughs> you're stupid. Yeah, you're stupid. <laughs> Wait, that was improv. That was an actual mistake he made, but they kept it. Oh, so everything cool. else from from when he messed up was completely unscripted, yeah. Ah, cool. See, All that's right. a genuine laugh track moment. Mm. Yeah, but the yeah. laugh tracks sometimes they were doing too much because it was either overused. And you, you know, you have different levels of laugh. So sometimes it's like a a, a giggle, it's like, uh. and then sometimes you're like, it's a full blown laughter, and the scene wasn't that funny, and you're mm. like, oh god. Yeah, but yeah. That they kind of faced it out, I think, going forward. Mm. And I hate how they made Joey even more stupid. Oh. <laughs> they did, they did, they the Homer Simpson them, man. Yeah, oh, yeah, they did. They fully they did. Homer Simpson him like hard. Homer Simpson, the contrasts from when he, to how he <laughs> season was. one to yeah. how he is now, <laughs> genuinely just got stupider and stupider. <laughs> Nah, I for think, real. You know what? That actually made it a little bit smart in the recent ones, just a marginally. But at one point, he was so stupid. I was like, "Who is this guy?" Nah, nah, God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Joey wasn't even that stupid to start with, and then I think his lowest was when he tried to learn French. Man, ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, this made him like comically stupid. <laughs> Meet that flea. <laughs> 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 All right, say it with me. J, J, Ma, Ma, Pearl. Sweet. J, Ma, Pearl. Me, Popoo. And uh, the other stupid moment he had was the charity auction, man. Uh, When he bid for the boat and he fought. It was just a game of saying numbers, not actual money. I was like, oh, oh gosh. Joey, man. But sometimes, man, Joey was kind of like this. He kind of kept, kept everyone, like, chill because he was just, like, easy about life. Like, remember when he came to Thanksgiving in, like, turkey pants, man? He came back with, yeah. like, gusto. Yeah. And there have been times where he's just, okay, me and him, we, we bond over this one moment. It's the cheesecake. I would go ham yes. over cheesecake. <laughs> just the way he did. I would be like... I'll, put, I'll bring my own fork just like he did. So what are we having? <laughs> I'll have my own serviette in my jacket, man. bro. <laughs> For cheesecake. Uh-uh. All right. What are we having? <laughs> that cheesecake episode was hilarious. But... <laughs> it was, man. I think that's where my obsession with cheesecake started. <laughs> that, it did, that cheesecake did look so good on screen. I wouldn't even lie to you. It did. It so good on screen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh, we could listen. We could talk about friends for ages, man. Um, I, right, right. my movie answer is Kill Bill Volume One and Two. I think I don't know if I've gone on record as saying Kill Bill is my favorite. Kill Bill Volume One is my favorite movie. Oh, is so, it? Yeah, man. I thought yeah. Airplane was your favorite movie. In terms of you know comedy, favorite okay. comedy, yeah. But your but overall movie, is overall Kill Bill movie, movies, Kill Bill Volume One. Love Ooh. that film. It has everything for me. The action, the comedy, that even that animation scene, yeah. the violence, the emotional. So everything, man. Everything. So I could talk about 
I love Tarantino films, but that is my favorite Tarantino film. Yeah, sure. I know. Oh, I like Lucy Liu in that one as well, man. Yeah, that meeting scene where she's like, "If yeah. anyone <laughs> has anything to say, now's the fucking time." <laughs> I didn't when she think gets so. on the table and slices the guy up, bro. Ooh. The little tap 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 she yes. takes on this. <laughs> it's like and then bang. <laughs> that was funny to me. And the crazy eighty-eight scene. Oh, jeez, beautiful man. Love I it. it. Right. So my final question is: mm-hmm. Name me one movie that you saw once and you're like, yeah. I never ever want to watch this again. All right, I know, but not gonna... not because it was rubbish, just because it was like kind of traumatizing or something like that. Oof. Uh, okay. Okay, Requiem for a Dream. Requiem see for now, a Dream. See now, when I was asking that, I had one movie in mind, and you know what it was? Midsummer. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I I could easily go back to Midsummer instead of Requiem for a Dream. God, yeah, really? man. Do you that remember film. what that film did to us, though, man? I know, man. You I know. You're having recency bias. No, I, I genuinely don't want to go back to Wrecking for a Dream. There's just no happy ending, and it's just such a sad story. And it's not even one you, story, it's multiple. Uh, it's one know, of those you, stories. You told, me, you told me about how messed up that film was, and you made me scared to watch it. Because <laughs> I know, and you're saying it's possibly more traumatizing than Midsommar, which I just can't watch again. I don't so know. It's I'm because definitely not watching this film. It's because it's like really human, human stories, and that actually yeah. does happen. It's actually happened to probably someone. And that is actually like kind of the scariest genre of films. Where, and like I know I've I've said before, I hate horror films, but it's these psychological thrillers where it's like, oh my days, this this is a bit too real. The ones that feel real are the scariest ones to me, and yeah, that's why Midsummer freaks me out so much. Yeah, Reckon for a Dream. It's got Jared Leto in it. It's got Marlon Wayans. That's why he actually has done something uh, serious. It's not just comedy. And this I one, he was very, very good in this one. Um, it's got Jennifer Connelly in it. And it's got that guy from... The guy with the voice, you know. Um, he's the voice of the president in Rick and Morty. Oh, Keith David. Yes. Yep, yep, him. <laughs> he's actually been in so many... He has, he's had so many voice acting gigs. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's dark. Um, it's got that you know one song from it. If you're into soundtrack, and I know you are, it's that haunting kind of piano one. Oh, that's that's the epic one. I don't find that haunting. That's that's epic to me. Okay, but uh, yeah, hear the hear the one. It was based on this one. Trust me, it is chilling when you know the film. Oh, okay. It's got it's proper like. So the one I heard is kind of a remix. The yes. original was from that film. I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. This this remix of this one, the original. Oh my gosh, yeah, but yeah, that's one film I cannot go back on. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, what is yours going to be? Mine has to be Human Centipede. I just don't want to watch that again, man. That was a nasty film. By the way, I agree with you on Midsummer, but. For the sake of you know spreading my answer a bit, I'm saying human centipede. I just mm. I don't want to watch that film again. It's just horrendous film, man. The thing is, I don't really know what I expected going into it. Like it literally in the title, it's a human centipede. So I guess in a way I did it to myself. But actually watching it and yeah, it was 
Even the disgusting man. Really weird. I just yeah. That film was disturbing when I heard about it. I I tell you what though, the South Park parody did make me. Yeah, it, it made helped, me chuckle. It helped me get over it. Yeah. I that like when I see parodies of horror films, by the way, because they make me get over it. Like Scary <laughs> Movie 1 and 2 parodied a lot of horror films, which otherwise I would have just been more haunted by. So, yeah. Okay, we'll do we'll do more of these questions in future episodes. Yeah, I like they them, seem, man. Yeah, they seem cool. If you think of any others, let us know, and we'll you'll hear our thoughts for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's been a fun episode, man. I do enjoy these... Just talk about anything film and TV. It's just, it's, it's cool, man. There's so much we could talk about, but it's been an hour and... Yeah. Yeah, man. We'll, we'll wrap it now. up. We'll wrap it up. Ribbity wrap it up. Indeed. Well, until next time, we are out. Peace. Peace.